We're talking about life, and I want you to write this down, please. Maximize your time. Maximize your time. I had a, a, a plan of action that Wayne Dyer and I were planning on doing a PBS special. And we kept pushing the date back when we would have that meeting. We took it for granted that both of us would be here. And he was coming to Orlando, where I live. And two weeks prior to him coming, he had a massive heart attack. And so at this stage of my life, I, I want to talk to you about maximizing your time. People talk about goals and success, but Aurelia said, and I think it's real, stop living like you have a thousand years to live. And I'm 70 years old. And so the, thank you, yeah. And, and they said life is, is, is interesting that, that the older you get, it seems like the time moves faster. It's, I remember when I thought people in their 40s were old. Now that I'm 70, <laughs> I said, oh my goodness. I said, I feel like I've served at the Lord's Supper. So it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's been an interesting experience. So I want to share with you some things that I've learned over these 70 years of doing this. And, and I want you to think about some goals and dreams that you'd like to achieve. And I want you to shake someone's hand on your right and left, look them in the eyes and say, you have greatness in you. Do that right now. Shake someone's hand and say, you have greatness within you. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Yes, do it with somebody else. Say, you have greatness. And say it with conviction like you mean it. You have greatness within you. How many of you are leaders? Raise your hands, please. How many of you are entrepreneurs? Raise your hands, please. How many of you are ever involved in presenting for people? Raise your hands, please. Very good. So I'm going to share some techniques and strategies with you on how to begin to impact people more when you present. How many of you would like to learn how to do that? Raise your hands. How many of you would like to learn how you can begin to become a resource for people and be seen as a global voice of change. Raise your hands. Very good. Now, I'm going to share with you my journey and the things that I'm going to share with you, this will be your best year ever. Trust me on this. This will be your best year ever. How many of you agree with me on that? Very, very good. So, so I'm going to share with you this being involved in, in business and as an entrepreneur Things that I've learned that has literally changed my life. You have a story. Write this down. Energy signature. You have an energy signature. And that energy signature represents your story. Once you think about the time that I spend with you, the goals that you want to achieve in 2016 and beyond. And I am so glad to, to go before Kim Wee because she's going to burn it up. But I'm going to have it hot before she gets up here. <laughs> you know, a young broom sweet clean, but an old broom nowhere to go. 
So I want you to dim the lights. I want to show you something in my slide presentation. I want you to think about your goals and dreams and things that you want to achieve with your life, making this year your best year ever. And so as you think about that, I was born in a poor section of Miami, Florida called Liberty City, an abandoned building on a floor with a twin brother. We were six weeks of age. We were adopted by this lady here, Mrs. Mamie Brown. And this is my twin brother, Wesley. Which one am I? Am I on the right or your left? Which one? Yeah, I'm the cute one now. I'm the cute one. <laughs> no, I'm on the left. And so... We were six weeks of age, she adopted us. She was a domestic worker on Miami Beach. She worked for wealthy families. And she adopted Wesley and I then, shortly thereafter she adopted five other children. And so she never had any children herself. She had a third grade education. She cooked for these families on Miami Beach. And, and whatever food was left over, she would bring it home to us to eat. They were very kind and generous. Said, Mamie, whatever food is left over, you can take it home and, and feed those seven children that you have adopted. And so my first dream was to be able to buy groceries for our family. She kept their children, and we wore the hand-me-down clothes of the children that she kept. And so the environment that I came up in was an environment of poverty, that's sugarcane. Anybody ever had sugarcane before? Raise your hand. You ever had sugarcane? Yeah. And, and so the environment, and the reason I share this with you, those of you, how many of you will be presenting to people? Raise your hands, please. Okay, now write this down. How people live their lives is a result of the story they believe about themselves. The story. So the environment that I came up in was extreme poverty. And they did a study. Um, Dr. Seelerman, in a book called Learned Optimism, and it's important for all of us, and particularly as business people, as entrepreneurs, that what we believe about ourselves, the things that we embrace, the things that we observe, those things that we see between the ages of zero and five will affect our view of the world. It will determine between zero and five, we determine what's available to us and what's not available to us. And so it's very important what you're doing right now, you have something special, you have greatness within you. Most people don't realize the importance of restructuring their thinking and their belief system and working to create a new story for themselves. When we finish with this presentation, you're gonna start writing a new chapter in your life because given the circumstances that I was born in and, and this lady who only had a third grade education and when I was in the fifth grade, I was labeled educable, mentally retarded, and, and put back from the fifth grade to the fourth grade, failed again when I was in the eighth grade. I have no college training, but there are some things that I learned from a gentleman that I eulogized him earlier last year. He, he passed, Mr. Leroy Washington. I met him. I came in his class looking for another student. He said, young man, go to board and work this problem out for me. And I said, oh, sir, I can't do that. I'm here to see MacArthur Stevens. He said, go to the board and work it out anyhow. And the students started laughing, saying, he's Leslie. He's a twin. His brother's smart. He's Leslie. He's DT. He said, what's DT? And he said, he's the dumb twin. And I said, I am, sir. And he came from behind his desk, he looked at me. He said, don't ever say that again. 
someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Now, my mother used to say, when I would get in fights with kids calling me DT, Leslie, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you. How many know words can hurt you? Raise your hands, please. Yes, and, but Mr. Washington said, someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Right? This is what you are doing, and this is what I'm doing right now. He interrupted my story. Write this down. Interrupt the story. Everybody you speak to, everyone you see, one-on-one, -on -one, small groups, they have a story that they have embraced. They have a story that unconsciously, that they've determined that this is the way life is. And as a result of the stories that they are exposed to, things that spoken into their lives, they begin to live unconsciously throughout that reality. That we go through life, studies indicate that 90% of our behavior is governed by our unconscious mind, unconscious thoughts that we've embraced, that we learn from our parents, from our teachers, from our environment, and people that we see. And so, I want you to write this down, compelling reasons. I had a compelling reason that I wanted to change my life. I wanted to be able to buy groceries for our family. I wanted to be able to buy clothes for us. I remember riding across the Venetian Causeway and looking at the big beautiful mansions on Miami Beach. I said, Mama, and my mother said, what is it, Leslie? I said, when I become a man, I'm gonna buy you a big beautiful mansion just like that one over there. You know, our kids have, have imagination. And, and so she would say, you don't have to do that. And I said, I know, Mama, but I want to. But there's something I discovered. Live out of your imagination, not your history. Einstein said the imagination is the preview of what's to come. And so fortunately for me, and it was very fortunate, and there's some things you can't see looking forward, but you can see looking back. The family that we work for, the Sadursky family, Mr. Sadursky used to love to listen to motivational messages every day. He listened to a guy named Earl Nightingale lead the field. The strangest secret in the world, we become what we think about. All of us are self-made, but only the successful will admit it. Zig Ziglar, if you give enough people what they want, they will give you what you want. Jim Rowan, when the end comes for you, let it find you conquering a new mountain, not sliding down an old one. Winston Churchill, the truth is incontrovertible. Malice may attack it, ignorance may deride it, but at the end, there it is. I was shining his shoes and unbeknownst to me, by listening to these messages on a regular basis, it began to change my values it began to change my vision of myself. It began to expand my world. How many of you are ready for your world to be expanded? Raise your hands, please. And no one could have looked at my beginning, looking at my brothers and, and sisters when we were raised, that, that because of the principles and things that I'm going to share with you, that, that we've been able to, to impact millions of people's lives around the world and earn millions of dollars doing what I love to do. How many of you like to do that? Raise your hands, please. Very good. And so the first thing, as I said, living out of your imagination. So I want you to think about something, this next chapter. This is a brand new year. A lot of people saying, happy new year. It cannot be a new year unless there's a new you. How many of you understand that? 
So I want to ask you this question. What is it you want? 2016, what's going to be different for you? This stage of my life at 70, I'm a grandfather and I'm a great-grandfather. And so I'm working on my great-grandchildren's education. I'm working on the legacy for our family. I'm working on building the business that I'm in so that I would be able to impact my family's financial future and the kind of future they will have because of the things that I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm, I'm emulating the example of Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie has been generating millions of dollars for his family because of his legacy. Dale Carnegie course, he's been gone for 51 years, but every year someone is teaching his course and generating income for his family. How many of you like to be able to generate income for your family after you're gone? Raise your hands, please. Okay, be able to make an impact after you're gone. Does that make sense to you? Is that something to work toward? Most people are just trying to survive. Most people, when they die, they leave liabilities rather than build a legacy. And so being here, this, this organization is designed to help you to build a legacy. Shake someone's hand on your right and left and say, I'm ready for that. Do that right now. Say, I'm ready for that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, yeah. And so as you think about your goals and dreams, that what's important is that I, w I want you to get a three by five card and get it today. And on one side, have the major goal that you want to achieve, major goal that you want to achieve. And right under that goal, a picture of it. I want you to write under that, I give thanks for the accomplishment of my goal as if it's already done, all right? Write this down. Assume that you've already done it. Assume the state of mind. Want to assume. You want to live your, play, your life from a place of assumption. You want to have an attitude that I've done this already. Goals are accomplished twice, first in the mind and then in the without. I needed to know whether or not these principles work. Given the circumstances that I was born in, I needed to, to see and use myself as an experiment. Now my children are, are speakers and trainers and authors. And so I can tell you, based upon my experience, things I share with you, I don't believe these things. These are things that I know. I earn more in one hour than 90% of the American public earn working for a whole year using these principles, and I'm not telling you this to impress you, but to impress upon you, you have greatness within you. You have the ability to do more. And the key is to, and this is, is, this is what this organization and leadership skills you're gonna develop, and the things that you work with others, the key, and everybody repeat after me please, distract, distract. dispute, dispute. Inspire. Said with conviction, everybody follow my example, please. Distract, Distract. Dispute. dispute, inspire. inspire. 
And so every day we have to work on ourselves to distract ourselves from the things that's been put in our minds that we know they don't serve us. We live in a world where we're told more about our limitations rather than our potential. How many have ever been told you could not do something? Raise your hands, please. Good. Now, MIT did a study. Study indicated if I say to you, you can't do that, somebody else has to come along and say, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it 17 times to neutralize that one time. That's why my favorite book says faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. So we have to consciously, see, we can't control the thoughts that come in our minds, but we can control the thoughts that we dwell on. And so what we have to do is every day distract ourselves from the negative thoughts that's in our minds. Studies indicate that 87% of our negative self-talk goes undetected by the conscious mind. I want you to write this down, lesbrownmotivation.com. Write this down now, lesbrownmotivation.com. And this is a ritual that I want you to embrace. There are three videos there. One called, It's Not Over Till I Win. I'm speaking to over 80,000 people in the Georgia Dome. Next one is called, You Deserve, a PBS special that I did. They paid me $8 million to do it. And the next one is called, It's Possible. Spoke to 12,000 people in Chicago. As a part of your ritual to distract the negative thoughts that's in your mind, I'm encouraging you to make this a part of your self-development ritual of watching those videos for the first 90 days. Just watch them every day. And you're going to learn a lot of things that we don't have the ability and the time right now to cover but it will begin to expand your vision of yourself. You will begin to see and understand things about yourself, things that I'm explaining to you and sharing with you that will allow you to begin to have this to be your greatest year ever. I started off telling you my story. Born in an abandoned building on a floor in a poor section of Miami, Florida, in Liberty City. Your story does not have to be a down and out story. Your story can be something you've experienced. Your story can be something that you've observed. Your story can be somebody else's story. A friend of mine by the name of Kim went to go to a meeting that in this particular meeting she would be negotiating a new contract for herself and as, an, as a person in business and this was something she was excited about doing. And, and, and things did not turn out the way that she wanted them to be. How many of you had something that was set up for you, you thought it was going to turn out one way, and it turned out to be another way? Raise your hands, please. Write this down, transition. And so my friend Kim, when she went to the meeting, it was a disappointment. They de decided not to do it. They changed their minds. And on the way back home, Kim made a decision. How many of you know that in, there are things that happen to you in life at certain points in times that you have to make a, a major decision about what you're going to do with your life? How many of you have ever been in that situation? Raise your hands, please. And so on the way back home, as Kim was thinking about what she was going to do next, she heard something that triggered with her and, and resonated with her mind and spirit, and she made a crucial decision that she was going to take charge of her life. Everybody repeat after me, please. Take charge of your life. Now, so just with Kim's story, I can show you how you'd make an extra $100,000 or $200,000 
in 2016, building your business and using a story as an example because all of us has been in situations where we're disappointed, been in situations where we had to make a major decision. And so she decided to take charge of her life. How many of you are ready for that? Raise your hands, please. Now, write this down. Knowledge is the new currency. Knowledge is the new currency. So your ability to tell your story, your ability to share your knowledge, your ability to share your experiences, your ability to create an environment when, when you speak to people that they leave your presence feeling better about themselves but talking about you. Why is it important to learn how to tell your story or to communicate? Write this down. When you speak, people are asking three questions. Who are you? What do you have? And why should I care? And so no one could have told me the things I'm sharing with you now. These are things that when I speak for AT&T, Procter & Gamble, McDonald's Corporation, DirecTV, I start off with my story. Next thing is create value. It's not just about the story. It's about creating value for the audience so that as they listen to you, they become empowered as they listen to you. They begin to see the possibility of how they can begin to expand their world. The possibility of how they can improve their customer service. The possibility on how they can bring the best out of the people that they're working with. The possibility on how they can increase their revenue. I had no idea the things that I'm doing now that as a result of effectively communicating a story and being strategic and using my energy signature, I had no idea that the kind of impact that I would be able to make where while I'm speaking, someone's phone goes off. We're waiting, wait till you go ahead and get your conversation through, then we'll proceed. One time I was on stage and the phone went off and I said, excuse me, we said, to people in the beginning of the presentation, please turn your phones off. And the lady in the front row said, that's your phone that's ringing. <laughs> I said, I was just testing y'all. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for taking care of that for us. And so the key is with your story, the key with your energy signature, write this down, this is major, is to create an experience. See, a lot of people think, oh, I don't have a college education. I didn't do this for 14 years. I don't have a college education. I, how can I compete with people with PhDs and MBAs? There's no way that AT&T, Procter & Gamble, McDonald's Corporation, General Electric will reach over people with credentials and experience that I don't have and hire me to come in and teach them how to do something I've never done. How many ever thought about something you wanted to do and you talk yourself out of it? Raise your hands, please. So that's what I did for 14 years. I just could not see how AT&T, IBM, Coca-Cola, these corporations would see me as a credible source to come in and train their people. I just couldn't see it. Write this down. Empower yourself. See, what I had to do, my friend Mike Williams, who saw this Les Brown that you now see that I did not see, 
He said, Brownie, you are more than a disc jockey. I was working in radio at the time. Brownie, you can do more than just make people feel good and entertain people. Brownie, you love Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and all these other guys, Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, because they're doing what you love to do. You love to help people. How many of you love to help people? Raise your hands, please. So that's a passion of mine. He knew that. See, I believe that you weren't born to work for a living, but to live your making, and living your making will make your living. And so this year is gonna be your greatest year ever. Using the techniques and strategies that I share with you, the major key is selling you on you. I, I, I just couldn't see it. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean you can't do it. Eye has not seen. Ear has not heard, nor has entered the heart of mankind what God has in store for you. What's most important is every day you have to sell yourself. I'm a 20-year cancer conqueror. Every day I have to sell myself that I am going to continue to win this fight. I beat cancer so bad, the cancer rate in my neighborhood dropped by 40%. <laughs> Yes, indeed. So as you look at your goals and dreams, you have to sell yourself. You listen to motivational messages every day. You listen to, it's not over till I win. It's possible. You deserve every day and other things that you have to continue to reprogram your mind for the things that you want to achieve. Let us say together, it's necessary. See, the people that are going to make their dreams become true, the people that will make this the best year they've ever had, in your life is the people, the people that say, I've got to do this. I told my mother, Mama, I'm going to buy your home. And my brothers and sisters wouldn't join me on that because they didn't believe that it was possible. But because I was listening to these messages as I was shining Mrs. Sudersky's shoes every day, it began to sell me on me, on this Les Brown that you now see. And I remember taking a picture of the home that I wanted to purchase for mama, but I wanted to make sure she would love it. I drove in the area of North Miami Beach and she said, Leslie, slow down. And I said, what is it, mama? She said, look at that big, beautiful home. Boy, if I lived in something like that, I would feel like Mrs. Rockefeller. <laughs> Mrs. Rockefeller was the wife of John D. Rockefeller. And, and so mama, she, she loved that home. And we used to just drive in different areas of Miami Beach to fantasize about what we wanted one day. It was just a fantasy. And so I said, you really like that? She said, yes. I got a contract on the home. And I wrote on there, I give thanks. I just got involved in the speaking business. I was a state legislator in Columbus, Ohio. My mother became ill. My brothers and sisters and I had a dispute. I was not going to put her in a nursing home. And they said it would be much easier. I said it would have been easier for her not to adopt seven children, too. I said, no. I said, we can do that. See, I, I, I believe that if one woman can raise seven children who couldn't take care of themselves, seven grown people can take care of one woman. Does that make sense? Yes. And so, yeah. And so that was my mindset. It was necessary for me in some way, Samson, to say thank you. She was 46 years old. 
to say thank you. You didn't have to do this. Judge a person not by what they do, but what they do that they don't have to do. And I did not know how I was going to get the house, but I knew that I was going to do it. How many of you, you don't know how this is going to be your best year ever, but you know that it is. Raise your hands, please. See, there are some things that you can know in your heart that cannot be processed by the mind. Trust me on this. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I experience. I'm telling you what I live. When I say that you have greatness within you, this is no slogan. This is what I know, and I owe you a debt because when, when Mike Williams said to me, Les Brown, you can do more than you are now doing, and he convinced me to believe in this Les Brown, I remember asking him, man, what can I do to pay you back? He said, pass it on. So I'm just passing it on. Now, and I know every negative thought you have in your mind because I've been there, done that, and bought the T-shirt. So... If you don't want to continue to live a mediocre life, you better leave here right now because I'm coming for you. I'm an assassin. I'm going to take you out. And so I got to contract, created my business. I was doing multi-level marketing at a time that most of you weren't even born. It's the early on with Best Line Products and Dare to Be Great and different other people that were involved in the industry, the early stages of the game, holiday magic. And so I drove back in the area to make sure Mama would want the house. And I'd already worked out everything. And she said, Leslie, slow down. I said, what is it? She said, there's that house again. I said, you really like that, don't you? She said, yes. I said, Mama, I know the people. I said. Let me take you there and introduce you to them. And they'll show you around the house. She said, for true? I said, yes, ma'am. So I drove up to the house. Mama, at that time, she was 78. I opened the door, and I started walking toward the house. She was holding on my arm. She stopped. She said, Les, are you sure you knew these people? I said, yes, ma'am, Mama, I do. And so we walked up to the door, and I couldn't hold it anymore. I put the key in and turn the key and open the door. I said, Mrs. Rockefeller, this is your home. <laughs> she said, what are you talking about, Leslie? I said, Mama, this is your home. I bought this for you. She said, you did what? I said, I bought this for you. It's fully furnished. It's yours. She looked at me, she stuck her head in the door, she said, anybody home? <laughs> I said, no, mama, this is your home. I got this for you. She looked at me in a feeling of disbelief, like I can't believe this. And she walked in and she started looking around. She said, oh, oh, nobody could have ever told me something like this would happen to me. I said, Mama, I know, but you deserve it. She said, but you were so crazy as a kid. I said, I know, but I got money now. <laughs> and that day was the happiest moment of my life. And as a result of one programming my mind, I give thanks is home that I purchased for my mother, she will be extremely happy in.
On the flip side, I had on it, asking it shall be given, seeking ye shall find, knocking it shall be opened. Every day I read it three, four, five times a day, listening to positive messages every day to program my mind for success. You have to program your mind for success. And then I had to create some value I had to learn how to begin to speak the language of corporations. I had to learn how to begin to carry myself differently and, and dress differently. But most important, I had to act like I was the man. I had to act like this is my time. I own my life. I had to start thinking I have the ability to do this and I had the mindset that I'm unstoppable. Write this down and write the statement, I'm unstoppable. And it's very important for you to embrace that because there are things going to happen that you can't anticipate. And that you have to remind yourself you're unstoppable, that you have the ability to do more. Obstacles will be thrown in your path. That's a part of the process. Man looked at me and said three words no one ever wants to hear. You have cancer. Most feared words in seven different languages. You have cancer. I said, can you give me a second opinion? Yes, and you're ugly too. <laughs> I'm just wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got problems. I got problems, all right? <laughs> and, and so you have, to, you have to sell yourself on you, and you have to decide in your mind, just like Kim did, it's necessary that I create a new life for myself. It's necessary that I find another way to control my own personal economy. It's necessary that I learn how to become my own boss. And that's what many of you here are doing. That many of you here, it's not possible for you to continue to work for someone else for the rest of your life because you're not mentally fit to do that. It's necessary that you create a new life for yourself because it's in you to control your own destiny. Everybody raise your right hand, please. Put it over your heart, please. Repeat after me, please. I resolve, I resolve. to do all that I can to create a new life for myself, for my family, for those that I care about, have more time for myself, do the things that I enjoy, purchase the things that I want, to be debt free, to be healthy, positive relationships, I own my life. I deserve the best that life has to offer. Shake someone's hand on your right and left and say, get ready to go big. Get ready to go big. Do that right now. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I see this for you. You got to make up your mind to get ready to go big. You can't, you can't fit a big life into a small vision. You have to have an expanded vision of yourself. You have to believe and understand what Einstein meant when he said 
that the imagination is a preview of what's to come. Live in your imagination. See these things happening for you. And have a conviction that it's yours. Have a conviction that it's your time. i never forget when I had to speak in the Georgia Dome before 80,000 people. I made the mistake of peeping out there and I was traumatized. When I get excited, I have to go to the bathroom. You know? <laughs> I'm talking about number one, you know, so anyhow, I ran to the bathroom. They came and knocked on the door. Les, yes, they're stalling. Dexter needs you to come out now. They're stalling so that you can come out now and be introduced. And I said, I can't think. You can't think. No, I just, I don't know what's wrong. I can't hear the voices. Brownie, Mike Williams, my mentor. Brownie, listen to me. You can do this. Mike, I don't know what's wrong with me, man. I just don't know. I'm choking. I'm choking, Mike. He said, Brownie, this is no time to choke. These people have paid you. You've already spent the money. <laughs> They're waiting on you. You got to come out now. I said, oh my God. I said, okay, give me a little bit more time. He said, no, come out now. You're scared, aren't you? I said, yes. He said, come out. So I came out. And so they start walking me towards the stage. People never know what's going on behind the stage. So I said, well, will y'all pray for me? Now, I hadn't been to church in 20 years. <laughs> so they said, yes. So they prayed for me. Then I took their hands and put it on my head. <laughs> As if that would help. <laughs> and so he said to me, I'll be at stage left. Look at me and imagine yourself talking to the groups that you speak to in your living room. Imagine yourself being in your living room. Don't let them intimidate you. They came to see you. You didn't come to see them. Write this down. Have someone in your life who can see in you what you can't see. Have someone that believes in you. Sometimes you have to believe in somebody's belief in you until your belief kicks in. And so I did that. I visualized myself being in my living room. I visualized myself speaking to my friends, to my plants, to my children, because I used them as experiments. And finally, when I came out, they introduced me. I looked at him, and he kept saying, oh. and I said, hello. And the echo came back. They couldn't prepare me for this. And the voice said, hello, hello, hello. I looked at him, <laughs> he says, I said, you have greatness in you. He said, you have greatness in you, you have greatness in you. And you will see me on stage looking at people like, Mike, like, Mike, what do I do now? He says, don't listen to it, keep going. Everybody repeat after me, please. Keep going. Keep going. 
there will always be distractions. The key is don't focus on the distractions. The key is to keep going. The key is to keep your mind focused on what you want to create, a brand new life. The key when you run into no's and rejections and people who promise, oh, I'll be there, you can believe, I will support you, oh yes, I'm interested, and they sh don't show up, don't focus on that. Don't focus on the rejections. Don't focus on the no's. The key is to focus on that vision that you have in your mind of that brand new home, in your mind of that brand new car, in your mind of being able to control your own financial future. That's what's important because, and write this down, what you focus on the longest becomes the strongest. It becomes the strongest. If you focus on your bills, if you focus on the negativity, the people who say, no, this can't work, that will become more powerful in your mind. I'm telling you what I know. Had I listened to those negative thoughts in my head or the negative people around me, I would not be here now. I got a text this morning from a friend of mine who worked for DirecTV. Had I listened to the people who told me there's no way that these major corporations are going to hire you and you have no credentials, you have no credibility, that man would not be calling me to come in and speak for them for the seventh time. And I'm saying to you that there's a part of you, there's a presence in you, there's a dimension in you, there is something in you that can transcend your circumstances that can transcend the no's and rejections, that can transcend anything that you're going through. Let us say together with conviction, I can do this. Come on, everybody. It's my time. It's necessary. I've got to make a radical change. God, you'll get it. This has been Mrs. Mamie Brown's baby boy and Kim Wee's pride and joy. God bless you, and God bless your dream. Thank you very much.